If you want to bypass my intro, you guys, simply fast forward 30 seconds. It took every ounce of my being to find purpose after losing my husband to cancer in 2020. I've put in a ton of work and I am now ready to share my personal ups and downs, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I am real, honest, raw, and even vulnerable. My hope is to inspire others to know there is so much life to live after such despair and to let you know you're not alone. Your personal experiences don't have to mirror mine, and as a matter of fact, they won't. Everyone's journey is different, and that's okay. My podcast is called Whole New Life, and my name is Stacy. Welcome to episode number three about, yes, I've absolutely changed, and yes, I guarded my heart. What to expect today? I will share how I viewed myself, how others viewed me, and how I craved companionship but I also realized how much my heart was guarded. Also, to let you know, if you've been listening to my podcast, my voice is a little off. It's over two weeks now in the winter of Wisconsin, and I have had laryngitis and a dry cough that just won't go away. But I really want to get these podcasts recorded and stay on track. So bear with me as you listen to my crackly voice. All right, you guys, let's get started. When I talk about recognizing myself that I've changed or others recognizing that, as well as my garter heart, these are things from 2022. This all started approximately 12 to 16 months after John passed away, when I started to dabble to try to find myself again. Here's the definition of change. Make someone or something different. Alter or modify become different, replace with someone or something, with someone or something else. I realize everyone understands what the definition of change is, but I wanted to include it as the start of my podcast when I talk about this. So what changed me? Hearing you have cancer and there's nothing more we can do being said to the person you love more than anything in this world changed me. Hearing my husband say to me over and over and over the last year of his life, say, I'm sorry I'm doing this to you. And please, please, please go live your best life without me. You have so much to offer this world. It changed me. Watching my husband slowly die in front of my eyes and taking his last breath, it changed me. I still have the same heart and soul. I have the same values. But going through this trauma, it changes you. I felt so lost. I was trying to find even just one thing to care about. I didn't even know who I was, what I wanted to do. I also knew that the easy route, and I said this a few times to some friends and family, you know, the easy route is to just lay in bed and drink vodka all day. But I refused to do that. I also worked my ass off to not do that. Any decision I made, any choice that I made in my dabbling and trying to find myself, I have no regrets. It was a very personal choice. And I told my friends and family this as well. As long as I am not going to harm myself or harm others or do something illegal, God forbid, I hope that you are cheering me on and you let me fly and spread my wings. Let me find myself my way. I definitely didn't have the energy to worry about, look, people lost a friend, they lost a brother, they lost someone that they cared about. 
but I definitely didn't have the energy to worry about. And I shouldn't say I didn't worry because I did definitely worry, but I definitely didn't have the energy to help others to go through their loss. Everybody had to deal with this on their own terms. I'm going to read you a journal entry that I wrote on June 1st of 2022. It reads as follows. Everyone's journey is different. We all know that. There's not a step one, two, three book. And maybe there is, but it would be lame because everyone is so different. Perhaps I made some mistakes since losing John. I have no regrets because if I did, I don't think I could continue to move forward. Moving forward takes work. Surviving takes work. Finding life and living it takes work. It didn't used to take this much work because I never thought about it. Now it's intentional. It is definitely not a given. Perhaps I have started to act differently. I crave, I desire, I want and need someone to love me, to take care of me, to want to be with me. And I want to feel the same about someone else. And at the same time, I have no idea how to fulfill this because I can't even imagine how I could possibly love again. When attention is given to you, it affects you. When someone tells you you're beautiful, which is something that you haven't heard in a long time, it affects you. When all this is happening to you at a vulnerable stage of your life, perhaps you do act differently. It's all new to me. I had one person for 30 years by my side. My heart hurts and it is broken and I am trying to open it up and I'm trying to not have it as guarded. I am trying. Shit, I remember feeling that way, you guys, and it hurts. I knew I had the same heart, the same heart and values that cares about myself and others, but it's just so different. And honestly, it's scary when you don't have the people who you trust and love support you. It hurts. Honestly, you guys, most people in my life did accept me and my changes. They stuck by my side and they knew I changed, but they supported me. They cheered me on. They picked me up when I fell. They held me upright. They listened to me judgment-free. They didn't necessarily offer advice because that wasn't their role, but they most definitely guided me with unconditional love. Even if at a time I didn't think I could do this, they knew I would get back to the top of this mountain, my new mountain, and they knew I was trying and giving it everything I had. They never doubted me. This is a few things that some friends sent to me recently. Stacy, I've seen a change in you since 2019. For example, I witnessed your strength when you didn't want to be strong. I witnessed how broken you became and how deep that hole was. There were moments when it was comfortable and safe for you to stay in that hole. The alternative would have been to climb out of that deep, dark hole and face life's uncertainty. You weren't ready for that in 2019 or in 2020. What you were in 2019 and 2020 was present for John every single day, every single hour, and every single minute. That is who you are and that is who you have always been. But now you've become present for yourself and I'm so happy for you. You have changed, yes, but your deepest soul, although broken, is learning to live and love again. Another girlfriend writes, 
Stacy began to embrace that she was forever changed by her loss and embrace who this new her was. She stepped up to get to know her better and create space and opportunity for her to grow. She realized until she was ready to let go of what could never be again, she would heal and find a new way to be happy. And I will read you one more. Stacy has changed since 2019, not better or worse, but more an evolution of who Stacy has always been as a person. When the life she loved was ripped away from her, she had to experiment, try new things, do things differently than she did in the past to find her different life. Not all experiences were positive, and some did not improve. Stacy had to be strong and put the noisy gossip out of her head, no matter how heartbreaking. She needed to do things that weren't a part of her past. Because of those experiences, Stacy is the same fabulous person and now living the life that has evolved since John's passing. I know I've said it a million times and I'm saying it again, you guys. I have, I do have some amazing people in my life. And maybe some were scared about me changing. And maybe some didn't understand. I hope they still love me. It's really hard to feel when people are judging you and assuming you should do X. You know, it is cliche to say this, but I'm going to say it. But unless you've gone through it yourself, and even if you did, it's such a personal journey. Please don't judge and please don't assume. I have another friend in my life. He is sadly also a widow. And we were recently talking about, I guess I'll just call it our new life, our new life after losing our spouses. He generously said that he would offer a letter that I could read on my podcast that is related to another perspective from a widow. This is a letter that he wrote to some of his friends. It reads as follows. I owe you all an apology. Since day one, I have found that navigating my wife's death has been much, much harder than I thought. She and I had been together for 30 years, and we had a great relationship. She was my best friend and partner through life. We shared many great times together, and I loved her. The last two years of being her caregiver have been very difficult. As I know many of you did, I saw the writing on the wall at the time and felt her time was limited. I thought I would be prepared when that day finally came, but there's no way you can be prepared for something that tragic. Combine that with all the material reminders of her that are still in the house and the fact that I am now living alone for the first time in my life, that all I want to do is get past the pain and the loneliness. One of the things I did to cope is to lash out at my late wife, focusing on the challenges we've had instead of focusing on all the positives we had together over the 30 years. I thought maybe that would make it easier to move on. It didn't. Only time will do that. In this process, I've done and said some things that negatively affected you. Please know that that was not my intention. All of you have been great friends over the years, and I don't want to see that affected because of how I reacted and handled my wife's death. Other friends that I've met in the last two, two and a half years who are widowed as well, they also, they're trying to find their own path, and they know they've changed. Their timeline is their timeline. Their decisions are their decisions. And yes, maybe we make mistakes. Maybe we say the wrong things. But at the end of it all, what I do know, because I've met these amazing, amazing humans as we are trying our freaking damn best during a time in our life that we wish never happened to us. And you know what? I am super proud of you guys. I'm super proud of myself. 
you keep being you. So that's just a summary of what change definition is, what changed me, how I view myself then and still yet today, how I feel others viewed me, the good and the challenging, and more importantly, it is different for everyone. I'm going to briefly talk about in 2022 when I was dabbling, how I try to open up my heart to meet somebody else. So I referenced earlier in this episode about a journal entry that I wrote on June 1st of 2022 about, you know, I want and I crave and I desire to have someone love me, but I didn't know how to love again. Was this even possible? As I did start to date and meet people through friends or try the dating app, I did meet some great people. But for myself, what I learned was I wasn't ready to open up my heart. I have no regrets meeting anybody that I met in the last two years. We had a ton of fun and we will forever be friends. I was scared. I was cautious. The feelings were new. I had guilty feelings. Guilty feelings that, was I even ready for this? Opening up my heart, it was my personal journey to learn, to discover, and to slowly determine what I need, what I want, and what makes sense for my new life. Just like everything else in my life now, everything is trial and error and discovery, but I continue to go in it with no regrets and no expectations. You know, I always share the things that I've learned through my podcast episodes, kind of talk about the past of when I thought about it in that current time and how I think about it now. And I will honestly say, now that I finally and confidently found myself, which I think is what I needed to do before I could share my heart or my life with anybody, I'm in a much better place. Life is really good right now. What I learned through my change experience, I learned perspective on life, appreciation of life, not judging myself or not judging others, and not worrying about what others think. I have accepted the new me in my whole new life. And you know what? I like the same, but different Stacy. You know, in season one, episodes one and two, when I talked about myself and about my husband and what we went through, I thought those were the one of the hardest episodes that I recorded, maybe because I was new to this and I still am, but I will tell you what, I've told you I will be real, raw, and honest. And this was by far the hardest episode that I recorded because this stuff really did happen. And to share it with the world, I could have easily just skipped this part of my life and this journey. Others who went through what I went through, had similar feelings. And I want you to know you're not alone. I am determined and I am resilient. And I know you are too. Thank you for listening. I hope you go live your best life today, this week, and always. I would love your feedback. My contact information is on my website, stacyryanauthor.com. I'm also writing a book series about my life experiences I am an Ironman, a young cancer survivor and widow, and now an author ready to share my story to help others. All my podcasts and book updates are posted on my website. Peace, love, and happiness, my friends.